applesauce, bitch. What's happening, everybody? What is going on? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Monday, July 26th. That's right. Monday's over with. Don't worry. I'm here. I'm here to help. I'm here to help with my Monday wine. That's right. Uh, Pinot Grigio for this Monday. How's everybody doing out there today? Huh? You're watching the Snyder Cut right now? Well, good. Keep watching. What's up, Mr. Jason? How you doing? That like that swept forever. That's what I'm talking about. What's going on, Mr. Jose? That like baby. Great. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow again, Dodgers and Giants. Again during the week. Always puzzles me why they are just like not doing the weekend stuff. Whoa! What's going on, David? Ooh, how you doing? Uh, I just wanted to say good job yesterday. The stream was amazing, and also my prayers to Scott's family. Yes, for sure. For sure. Um, thank you. Yes, yesterday was a ton of fun. Um, you know, it was something that was in the works for a while. I did tell you guys that. We'll talk more about that. But yes, um, apparently Scott's family, uh, yeah, if you go to his Twitter, he did talk about a certain tragedy that happened on his, uh, on his wife's side. So, you know, thoughts are with them. Here's to them, of course. Uh, never good. Never good, especially when someone takes their own life like that. That's what AFSP is for right there, guys. Said the link will always be provided down below too. If you ever want to donate, always there. And uh, you know, you know somebody who's struggling with something like that, struggling with those kind of thoughts, refer them to, of course, um, AFSP because they are here to help. They're here to help. Uh, let's see. There you go, Mr. Abel. What's going on, sir? How you doing, yo? Finally caught it live. Well, that's good. It's good. Uh, nothing like a Monday, a little Monday water. <laughs> that's true. Batfleck and Robin? That'd be interesting. Hello, Malin. How you doing? How's it going, Mr. JD? Yeah, it's pretty good. Like I said, I mean, today was, I was trying to struggle to get some something done today. Didn't quite get it fully finished, but, you know, I'll uh, have it fully done tomorrow. Luckily, it's due tomorrow, you know. Always make your deadlines, folks. What's going on, Mr. Niner fan? How you doing, sir? Batfleck lives. Yes, now... This puts a good. I know, hopefully, I could put a little smile on your face. It's all what I try to do. Ahoy, hoy! How you doing, Mr. Jason? Mr. Will Morris is here too. It's going pretty good, Elias. You know, just uh, doing my thing. That's what I'm talking about, Mr. Shadow. How you doing? St oop, oop, God, thing jumps all the time. Stephanie, hello. Ascended Ancients here. Of course, we got Eric. Hello, darling. How are you, Joe? Bippity bam. What is up, Katsuka? How you doing? Uh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hello, everybody. Yes. I mean, he's back technically. Technically. I mean, obviously, when it comes to Batfleck returning and we see all the uh, the images and stuff, which, of course, we'll go over today. Uh, I mean, obviously, we, all, we, we know what he's been doing. We definitely know what Ben's been doing, you know, I'm just saying. But it is, like, like I said, it's pretty freaking awesome that the guy is, uh, well, you know, 
he pretty much is, uh, I mean, we saw, you know, J-Lo, she turned 52 yesterday. She posted some bikini pictures, and it's like, holy crap, she is 52 years old. Yeah, wowzers, wowzers, wowzers. And uh, I guess you got to, uh, you know, have a little fun with that over the weekend. All while his Batman was trending today. So he hadn't even put on the suit. And everybody's talking about Ben Affleck's Batman. So, yeah, it's awesome. Applesauce, bitch. That's right. Applesauce, bitch. So, there you go. But meanwhile, Ben's just kind of, you know. Uh, get it. You know I'm good at it. I do the alphabet. A is for Alfred. B is for Bat. It's a clitoris. I get it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, those those sketch, sketches will never get old. Never get up, Ruben. You're you're high. You're a little crossfaded. Well, hopefully you'll make it through uh, the rest of this. You know, Jays. Hopefully you'll make it through that. But uh, now we'll we'll be talking about that. Of course, we're going to be talking about uh, the box office because I didn't do a box office video yesterday. So we'll talk about what happened at the box office. We'll of course be talking about James Gunn. Of course, he's doing a lot of uh, he's doing a lot of press for the Suicide Squad. So naturally, people are going to ask him about David Ayer and the Ayer cut. So we're going to talk about that as well. And then um, and then uh, we'll round it out by uh, kind of just like breaking down the Army of Thieves teaser that came out yesterday, which was awesome. You know, I didn't do a reaction because I was like, oh, it's just a teaser, you know, and plus I was like, I was headed out the door. So when that thing dropped and I was just like, all right, I'll just uh, we'll just talk about it today. Why not? So that'll be a subject today. So there you go, guys. That's the, that's the topics for today. And like I said, if you're watching this, if you're watching this not live. Yeah. What I try to do now is try to chapter everything out. So just look down in the description or look at the uh, the timeline, little slider thing. You'll see that everything is. Uh, chaptered out for what I'm going to be talking about in here. That's right. And I think the biggest thing, of course, it's just. I think we all were just excited to see that Ben Affleck's Batman is back, even though it's not him. Still nice to see. And we'll talk about that. We'll, 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 we'll do all that. It's, it's pretty exciting stuff though. So hopefully you guys are doing good. Everybody doing good. Yeah. I said your name. That's right. What are you talking about? When it comes to film junkie live, I'm always looking at that live chat, Ruben. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm always looking at that live chat. I try to be as engaging as possible, but I appreciate you guys. Of course, clicking in, hit that like thumbs up, smash it, smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe too. If you haven't subscribed yet. And if uh, I hit that notification bell, so you know when I'm doing this stuff. And then of course uh, I do members only vlogs. And once a week we do a members only live stream. So if you want to become a member, hit that join button, of course, or if you want to join the, uh, the Patreon too, you could do that. That is provided down below. I try to give you guys, you know, we actually do a live stream together. And then of course, try to give you early access and stuff like that all there. And then of course the film junkie closet, where you can find a shirt like this. You know, I figure, I figured this shirt was fitting for today, you know, flash flashpoint, you know, you know, it's something, whatever. But uh, yeah, if you guys want to, uh, you know, check out the merchandise, it's all down below right there. Right there. I love the fact that Scott was actually wearing the metalhead shirt during the uh, discussion yesterday. Of course, got the Vodka Stream shirt, the Keaton shirt. There's the Flashpoint stuff, and then the, the Coors shirt. So, got it all right there. So, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So, let's go to the tweets. All right. Share this. All right, let's check out the tweets. What was happening for the last, uh, you know, day or so? And like I said, like I said, fucking winning. 
this man right here. Look what that guy's doing. While we're over here kind of going like, hey, look at that. We're seeing Ben Affleck's Batman on the set of The Flash. And this is what he's doing. <laughs> reenacting. They're literally doing a reenacting of, I, I think J-Lo had a video a long time ago where he was literally doing the same thing on like a yacht. I, you know what? You almost, you almost, you almost wonder sometimes were these paparazzi pictures planned? You know, you, you know that celebrities do that. They plan paparazzi stuff just because they want to make sure. So I kind of wonder. It's a good shot right there, but yeah, I mean, Ben Affleck's Batman just totally, woo man, totally trending, and he's just, you know, he's been having fun. I do kind of worry though because I did see a video. Um, of them kind of celebrating. And I mean, you know, they were at a club. So you kind of worry about, kind of worry about Ben kind of falling back into, you know, uh, his struggles that he's had, of course, with alcohol. It didn't look like, it looked like he had maybe like a soda or something in front of him. Hopefully that was the case. She looked like she might've had some wine in front of her. Hopefully he's in a place where he can be around that. And it's not, he's not gonna just fall headfirst back into that. But you do kind of worry. You do kind of worry. I mean, especially, you know, because, you know, it's not like he it's not like he's um, hasn't fallen fallen back into a port. So, I, yeah, I was a little worried when I saw that, when I saw that he was, you know, on some nightclub and stuff like that. Hey, Wonder Meg's here, guys. I don't know what I want to be more, his hand or her butt. Um, well, I want to be his hand for sure. So maybe I want to be the butt, too. I mean, I wouldn't mind Ben Affleck caressing my booty. Anyways, let's move on. Um, I just got into a weird spot here, but it's fine. That's what happens on Film Junkie Live. Uh, hey, Invincible, according to uh, Mr. Creator Robert Kirkman. Yes, they are going to make a live action film and they're having massive efforts are being put in uh, are being put in place, are being put to, you know, make sure that the film experience is unique right there. So, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, I we, there was always talk about a live action Invincible, but I'm kind of going like, man, so, so close to after that first season. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be difficult. You know, you kind of fear because like, man, it's going to be a little difficult to do a live action version because first off, you know what, you got to do like another kind of version of the story. And then, I mean, some of the events that happened in that first season, I mean, how are you going to, it's going to be uh, interesting to try to translate that, a lot of this stuff into live action it's going to be interesting and uh this is uh hey film fact guys apparently ernie hudson who played winston of course winston zedmore in ghostbusters auditioned for the same character in the animated series but didn't get the part because they didn't think he sounded enough like winston in the movie what the hell what is this warner brothers <laughs> oh my god i don't know that just kind of like, well, that kind of blew my mind right there. Like, uh, what? He didn't sound, okay. Interesting. All right. I mean, makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, so that was kind of weird. Hey, and speaking of Ezra Miller Flash, nice little shot of him right here on the Justice League set. Looking pretty, you know, with his cows. And then the Wolverine. Happy, uh, happy, uh, anniversary to the Wolverine dropped four years ago today, man. And, uh, I mean, geez, I remember when this image dropped, I mean, 
Yeah, I, he, he never seen a person so fucking shredded. But yet, somehow he still over shredded himself a little bit, like when it came to Days of Future Past. Well, I think he he was like bigger. He was slightly bigger in, in Days of Future Past. But right here, it was just like, Jesus Christ, man. It's just, man, it's like, it's cool. But at the same time, I'm like, those the veins just kind of freak me out a little bit. How do you get so vascular like that? It's called dehydration. That's what it is. So, but you know, they always plan that kind of stuff. But apparently, like Jackman asked The Rock for some advice when it came to that. Six months, one pound of muscle a week, 6,000 calories a day, six meals a day. So there you go, guys. It's that simple. Just take six months, do that, and you're good. Nah, I think there's a little bit more to it. A little bit more to it. Um, M. Night Shyamalan. Of course, uh, I mean, this meme is floating around, and then this was pretty good. So he retweeted this. Let's go to the beach. Not the one that makes you old, right? <laughs> ah, it's good stuff right there. Come on. So I'm glad that M. Night's having a little fun with that. Donnie N, reporting for duty, sir. This beautiful bastard. Love Donnie N, and he's going to be in uh, John Wick 4. I hope he's... I mean, it's hard to imagine Donnie Wynn as a bad guy. I'm not, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a good guy, but you never know. You never know. So Donnie Yen, did I say when? Donnie Yen, sorry. That last time I said Donnie Wynn. Donnie Yen. I think I was thinking of Samantha Wynn when I thought that. And yes, guys, uh, you can now listen on the various different platforms, very different podcast platforms. You can now listen to this crazy interview that just, man, I tell you what, guys, this was something that was just a lot of fun and it was in the works for a bit. Um, and it finally was able to happen. We we're finally get everybody together. At first it was going to be a pre-recorded thing, but then I figured since we were doing it on Sunday, I was like, Hey, is it okay that we do uh, live? And they were all okay with it and ended up being great. And yeah, there's the thumbnail to it. Like I said, like I joked about it at the very beginning of the stream, I was very much going for a an album cover for a four-piece rock band right here. So yeah, I was like, all right, got to find, I was like finding all the images of each one of them. And then I was trying to position them in such a way and then have something behind them. And yeah, then I just kind of called, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call it the Snyder crew. So really cool stuff. But yeah, it was a, it was a treat and a pleasure to talk to these uh, guys yesterday. Just You could just tell the camaraderie that these guys have. And, uh, you know, just the fact that they could just work with each other and create some really awesome stuff. And, uh, man, hopefully, maybe we'll get, like, another little roundtable going, too. Get Zach involved. Get anybody else involved uh, as well. But it was uh, pretty awesome stuff. So if you haven't checked it out yet, please check out the, uh, the stream that happened yesterday with... With the Snyder crew, which of course is Brian Hirota, Mr. DJ, I, I always Jardine. I, I didn't want to like screw up his last name, but you know John DJ. That's why he goes by the name uh, nickname DJ. And then of course Patrick Tatopoulos and Damon Caro. Really good conversation. Really enjoyed that yesterday. So, and then of course, <laughs> so you know, anytime you have something like this. I mean, obviously, this was Steven's question, so naturally it should come from Screen Rant. Various crew members from Zack Snyder's past movies weigh in on whether Lex Luthor actually peed in a jar in Batman vs. Superman. So there you go. There you go. I mean, that was Steven's question, and it had to be asked. That was, I mean, that, those are some of the questions that were asked yesterday, and that's what I love about it. Random questions like that. Well, you know, so the question was asked to the four gentlemen did Lex actually pee in that jar? <laughs> Some pretty funny stuff when it came to that. All right.
Let's put this to bed, finally. Can we? Okay. So remember like last week, or maybe it was the week before, I don't remember. I think it was last week, where everybody was making a big stink because Jason Momoa posted an Instagram saying that he's going to be reporting to the set of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And he talked about his hair. He said, it's the last day I'm going to have brown and we're going to have blonde next. So then naturally, the internet does what the internet does and takes every word to heart and pretty much kind of said that, hey, is Aquaman going to be fully blonde? And I remember talking about it going, no, I'm pretty sure he just meant what it was before. So obviously we have him on the set right here. And uh, yeah, he obviously you could tell, I mean, he probably just got out of the shower, but you could tell that his hair, just like how it was in BVS and in Justice League and in the Aquaman movie that he's just got the highlights going. It's not going to be full on blonde, not going to be full on blonde right there. So don't worry about that. So we don't have to worry about that anymore, anymore. I need to find that video. Let me find that video that he posted sure somebody has it find that video but yeah you know how everybody was like yeah you know how the internet does that so let's see if like somebody actually posted the video now somebody posted a video of him who's that that's not even him gotta be careful here where are you uh i thought somebody was gonna post a video but apparently not i should have had the video prepped and ready but yeah it's just gonna look like this that's all it's gonna have a little bit of highlights in it it's not gonna be fully blonde like that, there you go. Because it, it wouldn't make sense. Remember what, and I also remember this. Remember this image when this image came out and everybody was like, Jason Momoa rocking his dad bod. Like, what? I'm like, you can't, that's a dad bod? Well, Jesus, what the hell do I have then? I mean, it was always funny. It was funny how like there was headlines that actually said that that is a dad bod. I'm like, uh, no. The only thing, all he has to do is just flex, and that's no longer a dad bod, that's for sure. He's just not flexing the abdominals. You caught him when he's not flexing the abdominals, but he's still very much in shape. Remember that shit? Yeah, see, then you got him right there looking mean as hell. Jesus Christ. But yeah, so, yeah, there was like a full-on video that he posted. But yeah, it's just basically him playing guitar right there, of course, and promoting some of his, uh, his gear he has right there. But anyways, so we're good. We're good, guys. Please. We're absolutely fantastic with that. Okay. He's not going to be like platinum blonde or something like that. Although I did have fun like making like when I clipped out for a film junkie shot, I did have fun learning how to turn somebody's hair really, uh, really blonde because I'm, I'm trying to learn as much, uh, you know, when it comes to the new computer, I'm trying to learn all the stuff that I can. And I thought that was pretty fun, but yeah, guys, stop freaking out. It's not like he's going to turn into Charlize Theron and atomic blonde. We're good. Okay, we're good. Highlights, that's all it's going to be. So relax. But of course, everybody forgot about it a day later, like the internet does. So they're just going to move on to something else to freak out about. But I think like some people were kind of even thinking like, oh my God, yeah, this is part of, uh, you know, this is Hamada right here. And it's like, no, I'm going to keep it, you know, and James Wan, I trust. Okay, we're going to be good, guys. So there you go. Just highlights. Still looking, looking good, Jason. Looking good. Anyways. All right, so we'll talk about that, of course. Uh, yeah, where's that? Hey, finally, guys. Ah, it's about time. I mean, my God. I kept on, I, you know, how many times have I said it on here? Like, how many times I was like, when are we going to get another trailer? 
Okay, I mean, the movie's coming out this year finally, so when are we going to get another trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife? Well, happening tomorrow, guys. Not sure exactly what the time is, but I definitely will be doing a trailer reaction for the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. I, I, I am hoping that we do, like, get maybe a little hint of some of the older guys coming back in, so, you know, we'll see what happens. A lot of people were, of course, pulling from um, from the discussion yesterday. One of the things that Patrick Totopoulos said, I mean, this kind of goes with what happened today, too. I mean, I mean, he posted that Batfleck image and he said, and, you know, his quote simply was, you need to keep talking about Snyder's vision. So there you go. That handsome devil. Good looking dude right there. I'll tell you what. Um, but yeah, so posting that, posting that. Keeping people talking about the Snyder's vision, man. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So, yeah. Make sure you did, in fact, listen to that. Um, I'm going to have stuff. All right. Yeah, that's pretty much that. Um, got the uh, world's finest. They had their power hour, which kind of inspired me. I'm like, I'm wondering if uh, on the vodka stream we should do a power hour kind of thing. That's where you take a shot of beer or, you know, a shot of whatever. Not like not a shot of hard alcohol. You'll die. But if you take like a shot of beer every hour, so that's like 60 shots of beer. See what happens. Yeah. So. And then, of course, we have this right here. This is pretty funny. You gotta love uh, Jai Courtney. If you guys saw this right here. One day, just maybe, there might be a DC Marvel crossover movie. If that were to happen, who is the character from the Marvel Cinematic Universe you would love to see recruited into the Suicide Squad? To recruit for the Suicide Squad? That's a good question. Maybe Deadpool? I'd go back to my Makes sense. And uh, and I'd grab Thor. Do you know there's like a there was a vase in one of those scenes in Guardians Two that I think Drax walked by. I would love to see that vase reappear. It would have to be a Marvel villain, right? We'd have to go Marvel villain. So let's let's go let's go with uh, let's go with let's go with the Vulture. I would say Quill. Fuck Marvel. <laughs> 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 Taking a page out of One day, David Ayer's maybe, book right there. there. Might he just said, fuck Marvel. He didn't give a shit. <laughs> he did not give a shit. Uh, it's good stuff right there. It's good stuff. <laughs> he did not. Yeah, I mean, that, that's why I know exactly, Jose. It's like, you know, I'm, I, you know I've am i never been a big fan of Jai Courtney because he always plays douchebags. <laughs> he always plays unlikable characters. But man... The fact that him and him as Boomerang was so perfect goes. Oh, I mean, it helps that he obviously he fits the character to a T with the uh, with being Australian and everything. But I mean, he definitely, you know, he definitely has that kind of uh, humor to him. So it's good stuff. It's good stuff. But yeah, so yesterday was cool. I mean, this was. I mean, that's just talk about just. Uh, I don't even know what's happening right here. Is anybody even talking in this screenshot? But yeah, talk about just a crazy fucking panel right there, man. Yeah. yeah. The only, you know, like I said, if the man himself showed up too, that would have been cool. But yeah, good stuff right there, man. So if you guys haven't checked that out yet, so many questions, so many questions. Yeah, Mr. John DJ Desjardins. I think that's how you say it, Jardine. VFX supervisor, and hopefully those, you know, a lot of the guys doing that. This is pretty funny when it comes to Ghostbusters. Obviously, this is a take from uh, Army of the Dead. Army of the Dark, Army of Darkness, not Army of the Dead. Army of Darkness, come on. But I like that Ghostbusters version of Army of Darkness right there. So whoever made that, whoever drew that up, good on you. 
Good on you. That's pretty much it. You know, I did my spoiler discussion of meh, of old, which frustrated me a little bit. And then, of course, uh, the Valzad Superman talked about that in a video. All that. So make sure you guys have caught up on the yes, Ghostbusters trailer tomorrow. Yes, Michael. It's going to be great. But uh, yes, let's find let's let's talk about let's talk about these uh, set pictures here and videos and whatnot. Batfleck returns. That's right. Not exactly Ben Affleck, yes, but still, his Batman. You know, that's all that matters is the fact that it's his Batman. Okay, his Batman. So. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to the Flash uh, film news Twitter because they pretty much have had like a lot of the uh, of the stuff here. So, well, what the heck is going on here? Hold on. Sorry, guys. Hold on. There we go. Page started tripping out a little bit, and I'm like, wait a minute. But uh, they've been covering it a lot. They even have some pretty cool like uh, little edits when it comes to stuff. So. All right, so we got some videos. We got some uh, whatchamacallits. All right, so pretty much I'm going to start right here. All right, so, yes, this is what we've been seeing. This is what everybody's been pretty much talking about today. The Bat Bike. Oh, look at that thing. I mean, let's face it. When it comes to uh, the various Bat Bikes, I mean, we, we even recently saw a Bat Bike. You know, obviously, when it came to Matt Reeves' Batman, it was a much more simpler design. Of course, that's what he's going for. But man, when you're gonna like design Batflex' bike, I'm just saying this matches it. I mean, when you talk about, I mean, obviously, you know, even when we talked about it yesterday, Patrick Tatopoulos, he designed the new Batmobile. This whoever designed the Bat bike, and it's kind of funny too because we actually talked about the Bat bike yesterday as well. We did talk about the Bat bike. And, uh, you know, the fact that he was actually more of a hovering bat bike, which is kind of cool when we saw those early concepts. But, you know, when it comes to this, this looks like I mean, you, you could almost even say like how like uh, even when um, like in Christian Bale and Christian Bale's, you know, the Bale bat bike, I guess you should say when it pump popped out of the tumbler. I mean, you would even think like maybe this even popped out of uh, that Batmobile. So there it is right there on the street. Daylight, though. That's what I'm kind of curious about when it comes to this daylight. Okay, so here's a video right here. There's no uh, audio apparently, so but there's a video, totally just like uh, pretty cool slow motion. Yeah, it's of course. So we have that. Um, some more videos right here. Just people, just you know, of course, just taking video of all this stuff. There's like so it's like. It's like Batman is chasing after a Humvee, apparently. That's what it's looking like. So just more stuff from the Flash right there. Not sure. I mean, like, trying to figure out exactly what is happening in these photos. And even right here, I mean, you almost got these. You got these. I don't know if this is part of the bike. Like, if you uh, if you look at this right here, I mean, remember how, I mean, uh, it, it's almost like there's, like, orange dots for the CGI. I'm thinking that that could be what this is all about, but yeah. And I wonder who he's chasing, but look, and then there's this shot right here, just full on. Look at that thing. I think it's a fucking beast. It's sexy as hell. Just so sexy, man. I mean, come on. And then, of course, if you look at the cow, the cow looks very much like the Justice League cow. 
Okay. So, I mean, it's very loose. Obviously, it looks a little wonky on this guy. Uh, this guy even looks like he's shorter than that. Fuck. But at the same time, then you're looking at the costume. The costume is very much, you know, it's almost like the, 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 the tactical suit a little bit. But it's slightly different. So it is, a, you know, it's a slightly different bat suit. It's a slightly different bat suit, but I think it's like it's a little bit from the uh, the tactical suit slightly, you know, but it's got the same utility belt, which is cool. So but that's like probably one of the best shots that we got right there. Um, and then look at this right here, guys. Storyboard stuff. But of course, it's all pixely. But I'm like, come on. I'm all just enhance, you know, enhance. Enhance. Jeez. Somebody enhanced some of that stuff right there. I don't know. And then this is pretty cool right here. Look at that. This will be a cool shot. Eek. Squeaky brakes. Look at that. Just... God, I'm wondering, like, what the hell is happening in this fucking stuff, man? Yeah, group effort right there. There you go. Yeah, this is gonna, it's just going to be interesting, like, how all this fits in and stuff. So, yeah, the Flash movie. And then, of course, you know. Okay, can't play that. There you go. Can't play that too much. But, you know. <laughs> it's good stuff. But, yeah, just some more uh, images right there. I'm wondering exactly who the stuntman is. I don't think that's Mr. Citrone. And definitely not Caro. So, I'm wondering who the stuntman is this time around. But yeah, something's going on in this uh, this Humvee right here that Batman's trying to get to. But it's interesting that it's during the daytime. That's what I'm kind of like, huh, very interesting. Why is it happening all during the day? Are they going to darken it? Are they going to darken it later? I don't know. Some more various. There you go. See, I'm wondering who that is. It's interesting. It's very interesting to see what they're going to do. You know, I'm always a, I'm always a sucker for like seeing uh, I'm always a sucker for seeing set photos and videos because then, you know, right after that, it's like, you know, you start questioning, like, what exactly is happening in the scene? How is it going to look? Because, you know, most of the time it doesn't look that good. You just see like something. Oh, OK, they just film something. What's that going to look like in the final? Part? Even like when the Hummer just does that. And it drifts like that and takes out some of those, uh, whatchamacallit, those posts right there. You, I mean, it's obviously probably going to be an awesome shot, but it's going to be like, you know, it's going to be like a two-second shot right there. But uh, I'm kind of wondering, I, I was hoping to get like a full shot of like front face shot of whoever is donning Batman. And because I don't think we actually got a shot where you saw like the, you know, the crest and everything. I don't know if there was anything like that, so... Yeah, I'm just kind of wondering, did someone tease what Deathstroke was in the... Wait, Deathstroke? There's uh, there's information that Deathstroke's going to be in there? Ba uh, Ballards. Ballards? Ballards? <laughs> is that what those are called? Yeah. Because it's in Glasgow, right? Hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm just wondering if there's going to... I'm like wondering like what the front... I mean, obviously, what's going to happen... What's going to happen is they're going to do, of course, coverage... Ben Affleck's going to get into the costume and is going to be full on doing the coverage of, you know, leaning and, you know, just doing all that stuff. So that's what Ben's going to end up doing uh, next. I'm just kind of wondering where they're going to shoot that because I keep on hearing that he's not going to go over there, that he's gonna actually going to shoot it here. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, guys, thank God that Ben Affleck is going to be suiting up, okay? Because we were kind of worried, like, and there was information that was, uh, 
coming around, you know, that was being tossed around out there, that Ben Affleck. And I mean, I heard that his role was small, but I was like, you can't, you can't just have him be Bruce Wayne. You have to have him as Batman. You really do. Because that would just be super disappointing. Have a, you know, have a little bit of Batman. And I'm just kind of wondering where does it go? And I know, I think hopefully they've brainstormed the idea like, yes, it would be kind of cool to have, if we're going to have like two different Batmans, maybe have them be in a scene together. I don't know. Hopefully that's going to be the case. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. But I think uh, I'm just glad that, you know, the information that that was out there, I know there was some Reddit stuff, maybe some other people that talked about it too. were also saying that Ben Affleck was not going to suit up. And I was just like, eh, that would just be a huge missed opportunity. You got to have him suit up. So he's definitely going to be suiting up. So good stuff. Grace said short cameo and his death. See, I, the death thing is weird to me. The death thing is very, it's very interesting because I'm kind of wondering, just kind of wondering. I'm like, I don't know how true is that? I mean, I don't know. It's just, that would seem like it would, uh, you know, that would be too risky too, because you're just going to end up making like a lot of people mad about that. So I kind of worry about that too. Death scene. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, ah, I just think I would definitely be disappointed. If there's some kind of death scene, but then at the same time, we're dealing with like time travel, multiverse stuff. So maybe something gets fixed at the end. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know if they should do that. And then they should just that would be it. I don't know. I'm really hoping that that's not the case. It'd be done. I, I, you'd be done with DC if they kill off Ben. Yeah. See, I just I, I, I just kind of wonder about that. Like, why would they want to go? Why would they want to go? Grace has no sources outside of Snyder. You know, I'm just. Yeah. You know. It's just funny. Yeah. I mean, she was, yeah. I mean, she has, she doesn't have, you know, the best batting average sometimes, you know, she's been good with a lot of things, but also not with other things too. So I'm just kind of hoping that, you know, people are realizing that it's like, oh yeah, we got people that are, have sources and that are digging in. So maybe they give out false sources or whatnot. I don't know. I'm just really hoping I haven't, I mean, it's not like I have direct sources to all that stuff, but I, myself, me, what I could say, what I haven't heard, I haven't heard anything about a death scene. It just seems that, it just seems, I don't know, seems like that would just be just dumb. But then again, you don't know, you never know when it comes to Warner Brothers or Warner Media, you know, you just never know with those guys. But I just would think that would just be a very stupid idea for them to do that. I don't know. But that's just me. Um, I mean, obviously, they're going to move forward with the uh, the whole Keaton Batman thing. He's going to be in more than one thing for sure. You know, I, I I am I am getting more and more worried by the day when it comes to Batgirl and Batman Beyond kind of thing. Where it's like, is it going to be that? Is it? And if that's the case, I mean, I'm just kind of going. This, this is going to be very CW. Oh my god, it just feels like if that's going to be the case, uh, that's going to be. Oh man, that's going to be um, rough. I think that might be a little bit rough, but who knows what's going to happen with that. But uh, hey, you know, hopefully it's something good and Keaton just like knocks it out and Keaton just makes it something that can be special no matter how they tweak it. But I am worried. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. I just want that. I want, I want a little bit of that Keaton in Flash. Anybody else? Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Um, no, but um, I, I want a little bit of that. You think we're going to get a little bit of that nettiness when it comes to Michael Keaton, Batman, and Flash? You know, even though he's 70 years old, that's going to be uh, 
That'd be interesting. Old man with a young girl in a cave. Yeah, I know. Exactly, Matia. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. He's not going to become the main DCEU Batman, I don't think. I don't think he's going to become the main, but I think it's just, but it is kind of weird because I kind of worry about it, but you know, what can he do? It's, it's, yeah, I'm just kind of hoping like, hey, ah, I want to trust in Andy. I want to trust in Andy and all everybody involved. I want to have some trust in them and stuff like that. But I mean, I mean, we did hear that Ben Affleck kind of helped write his portion of all this and stuff. So I'm kind of wondering if you got to realize, though, it's like, OK, so if they do kill off Ben Affleck's Batman, was that Ben just finally going? Yes, that's how I, because. Remember, he was promised, he was promised when it came to, when he signed on to do Snyder's Batman, you know, that's pretty much what he initially signed for, was just to do that. But then, of course, they wanted him to make his own movie. You know, he always was supposed to go out in a blaze of glory. We all, we know that, you know, it's been talked about how he was going to sacrifice himself in uh, most likely just Justice League 2, which would have been interesting because then we wouldn't have had maybe him and... No, uh, no, no, Ben Affleck, Batman, and Justice League Three. That would have been very interesting. Um, so I, he was always meant to go out in a blaze of glory, but at the same time, I'm like, all right. So that mean that happens kind of here. What what are we talking about here? So I mean, if if it ends up being the case that this movie does kill off Ben Affleck's Batman, we almost got to look at it like Ben was okay with that and fully was like, this is how I want to go out. So there's that whole aspect of it too. You got to look at it like that. It wasn't like it was forced, but it was him kind of going, Hey, this is how I want to go out. Can we do it like this sacrifice? I don't know. So we'll see what happens. See what happens. But I could trust these directors. I know it's just going to be a little disappointing, but if, if something where like his sacrifice adds to the story of flash and it really makes some like cool shit happen. And maybe there can be some kind of dramatic thing that I don't know. If it adds to the story very, and it really helps the story, then I could be okay with it. I could be okay with it, but I, you know, but I wanted to see him, I want to see him go out in a blaze of glory and just like two, but at the same time, you know, like when is that going to end, end up happening because of, you know, everything that's going on with the Snyders and stuff. I guess we'll see what happens to you guys, but you know, your guess is as good as mine. What's going on, Mr. Adam? Yeah. So. We'll see what happens, but uh, it's just nice. It's just nice to see that Batman on the set. And like I said, that bike is beautiful. Uh, it's definitely they're taking off. They're taking from uh, Totopolis's design of the bat uh, of the Batmobile. They're totally and everything else. The Nightcrawler, the Flying Fox, all that. It all has the same vibe to it. So it's really awesome to see that they're they're doing that 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 they're keeping it up with all that. But I'm just kind of wondering too, the last thing that I wonder is like, why during the day? Interesting that it's all happening during the day. Are they going to darken it? Is it going to be like, you know, at dusk or what the hell? I guess we'll find out. So we'll see what happens with that guys. But there you go. That's uh, all the Batflex stuff that pretty much was uh, coming out today. Nothing too crazy. Like I said, I don't know, maybe more is probably going to be showing. I wouldn't be surprised if all week we're going to be getting a lot of this because, Chase sequences, you know, they don't just, you don't just shoot them in a day. So we might be seeing some other stuff, maybe some explosions, some other really cool stuff, some, maybe some Batman stunt work. Maybe we'll see him in the Cape. I don't know. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. And I'm pretty sure we're going to see more stuff that's going to be happening this week. And I'm, I'm here for it. I want to see the fat bat. I want to see it all. 
And but yeah, we'll see what happens when it, when it comes to that. I'm wondering when Ben's going to actually shoot the coverage for that. That's going to be very interesting. So, all right, let's talk about James Gunn on David Ayer and the Ayer cut. Yes. So, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, <laughs> when it comes to the restoration of the Snyderverse, part of it, you know, just a nice little part of it that seems like a no-brainer. Even though, uh, you know, the plan kind of put the kibosh on that the weekend after Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. Um, you know, obviously when James Gunn was going to be doing press for the Suicide Squad, people were going to ask about David Ayer's Suicide Squad and uh, the, the Ayer cut and everything. So, well, first off, which is what's great, is the mutual respect, okay? No matter how you feel about either one of these men, okay? I know a lot of people, you know, in, in the community and stuff hate. They're not a fan of James Gunn. I can get that. But, you know, he still has, he always expresses his respect when it comes to David uh, Ayer. And, uh, you know, he, this is uh, the video that we'll be showing today. And David Ayer, you know, posted this right here, this very tweet right here, just kind of like, you know, going, hey, thank you, sir. So, but uh, if you guys hadn't seen it, this is what uh, James Gunn had to say right here during this interview. The support you've given to David Ayer over these uh, over these years has been really amazing. I think David Ayer is a phenomenal filmmaker, and I hope one day that we can see his cut. And you tweeted something the other day I thought was really interesting. You said that kind of what he went through in that process kind of helped pave the way for you to be able to make this movie. And I'm wondering if you could like elaborate on that. And have you seen his cut? And I mean, in terms of like, will you keep championing it to come out at some point? I haven't seen David's cut. Um, we've talked a lot about it. We've talked, you know, he's told me exactly, you know, exactly what, what happened with everything. And, you know, you know, a lot of the people at the studio are different people than were, who were there when his, his movie was happening. But I do think that Warner Brothers is, they have traditionally been the studio that supports the director like that's <laughs> who they unless your last been. name is snyder <laughs> so i think that has been sort of a glitch with some of that stuff that was happening in the overall uh, history of warner brothers and so of course they're sensitive to criticism just like uh, you know anybody would be you know it's a it's a studio but it's also made up of human beings who in my experience have been some of the best people i've worked with in this this industry um if not the very best, you know, from the studio side. These are great people. So I think that, you know, of course, uh, you know, they're gonna be sensitive to that. And I think it makes them even more likely to be incredibly supportive of me um, because of, of what happened. So I, you know, that I don't, uh, I don't dismiss, you know, David's experience at all with that. And I'm, and I'm grateful uh, for everything he's done for me. He's been just a completely stand up great, guy from the beginning from the moment it was announced that I was doing this movie and I really love him I, I think he's a fantastic person well James Janet, thank you very much there you go so showing his praises which is good which is good I mean sadly you know like I said I mean yeah he did you know he did praise Warner Brothers you know for being that kind of studio which you know for the most part they are but then you know when it came to certain things when it comes to comes to directors dealing with the the big IP that they have well let's just face it it just wasn't wasn't in the cards but at the same time you know what I what I like what James Gunn has been saying is the fact that you know those those struggles that happened in the last four five six seven years whatever the hell I mean even talking with the guys yesterday 
You know, and I think DJ even made a he made a point during the interview uh, yesterday when, you know, I, I brought up the uh, that David Goyer, you know, with the stupid, stupid, stupid fucking note that that Warner Brothers gave them when it came to the end of Man of Steel, you know, using the pod to kind of, you know, zap away and send Zod and everybody off into the Phantom Zone and stuff like that. They were going, why? no, you got to change that because how is Superman going to get back to Krypton? Which shows very well that a lot of these execs don't know what the fuck they have when it comes to their IP. And hopefully in the last few years, like some of those people just kind of, I mean, obviously we still have Emmerich. There's still Hamada. Yes, there is. Sadly, those two individuals still but uh, at the same time, it's like, yeah. So I just think that when, after everything that's happened, you know, especially that happened with Snyder, especially that happened with Ayer, all that stuff, hopefully now it's a better work environment. I don't know. I just, I'm just hoping. I mean, that's all we can really hope for. It's like, yeah, from now on, hopefully these filmmakers are able to make the movies that they want to make. It sounds like when it came to James Gunn, he, he was able to do that. Now, is it still happening? Because then we hear stuff about, you know, Kathy Yen, who, you know, apparently there was like uh, information that came out that she wanted a more, you know, she she had some more ideas that they were uh, when it came to Cassie Kane, when they she wanted a more comic accurate. And then something happened with that. I don't know. It's it's hard to take everything with, like on face value because obviously during an interview, everybody's going to say certain things. So it's like, it's like, is James Gunn really going to be like, oh yeah, they were giving me notes like crazy, stupid notes. Like fucking, I can't believe what they were giving me. You know, that's not going to come out right now. Obviously they're trying to promote a new movie. So you can also look at it like that. There's many ways to look at it, but at the same time, all I'm really seeing here when it comes to this 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 clip right here is the fact that he had nothing but great things to say about David Ayer and the fact that he's spoken with David Ayer and they've talked about the cut and stuff like that. So and I know some people out there think that he has all the power in the world to just be like, hey, you know what you guys should do? Just walk up to Warner Brothers and all them and be like, you know, what you should do release the air cut. You should do that. You should totally do that. I don't you know, he doesn't have the power for that now. I mean, it's all when it comes down to it, it's up to them. And those guys, you know, the ego on some of those guys. I mean, we heard Ann Sarnoff again after the weekend that Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. She basically put the kibosh on continuing and then, of course, with the air cut, too. So um, who deleted her tweet? Uh-oh, somebody deleted a tweet. Oh, yeah, what she wanted back. No, I mean, apparently, I, I don't know. There was, yeah, it was, uh, what's her name, right? I forgot. Uh, what's her name? You guys know. I think, Joe, that's who you're talking about, right? Because, yeah, her tweet went like went crazy because she mentioned that she heard that that they wanted a more comic accurate uh cassie kane so because let's face it that that cassie kane that we got in birds Bray didn't really work gail simone there you go yeah her there you go thank you thank you meg uh she tweeted about that so it's kind of like uh but at the same time, a lot of it's just like he said she said you know it's all about it's all hearsay you know and it, that's what sucks about it but all I, what I take positive from this clip is the fact that James Gunn continuously is always respecting David Ayer. He's always never, you know, anytime, you know, I think James Gunn tweets a little too much. He needs to, you know, he does, he's, he did, he does do a lot of tweeting. It's like, mm, back off a little bit. Dude. Yeah. Don't need to get into like 
uh, any squabbles or anything like that. But at the same time, he's had nothing but respect and praises when it comes to uh, David Ayer. And uh, yeah, he's not going to be if I mean, it'd be insane if he actually would tweet out hashtag release the air cut. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But hey, you know, you never know. You never know what could happen, but I don't think that's going to be the case. And, you know, I'm sure there's been conversations that he's had with Warner Brothers execs where they're going, yeah, we're not going to release that. You know, we're not going to release that. But at the same time, the fact that, you know, he's admitted that they've talked and everything. And then David Ayer reciprocates by going like, thank you, sir, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Y'all are sheep. Uh, we're sheep compared to uh, to David Ayer or to... Uh, to David here. It's a special K. We're, we're all sheep. Ah! Yeah. Was that a sheep? They do that, right? Uh, sound like a goat. More like a goat. But yeah, it's okay. You can call us all sheep if you want to. That's fine. I don't really care. But, uh, you know, like I said, I'm just, uh, I'm all about the praises. That's all. The public praises. That's what I'm all about. There you go. All right. Let's talk about this box office that happened over the weekend. What happened? What happened over the weekend? I didn't do a box office video because after, you know, doing the the, the stream in the morning and then uh, I had to run some errands and then I went and had, a, of course, dinner with my mom. I was just zong. I was just tired. So I didn't talk about the box office. Let's talk a little bit about this box office. And what does it mean? What happened? Because obviously we had old and snake eyes that came out. So you have you know, a potential blockbuster, you know, we have a franchise that's already made so many attempts, not so many, but how many attempts has there been on GI Joe? Two times, right? Two attempts on GI Joe. And then of course we have an M night Shyamalan movie. So, um, so you kind of makes you kind of go, okay, what are we going to get here? And turns out that old won the box office when it came to domestic, of course, and uh, with uh, $15.8 million right there. So old ended up getting past Snake Eyes. So this is not good for the G.I. Joe franchise, which I'm just kind of going, you know what? When I when I saw the mixed reviews and I heard a lot of things about it, I'm just going like, how do they keep fucking this up? You know, they, they just seem to not, they, they, they don't know what they want to do with this franchise. It feels like they just have no idea. And they always go the route of, we have to make it like Marvel. Because... I enjoyed that first trailer that came out. I thought, okay, this could be cool. Maybe there's going to be some cool fight choreography when it comes to the Snake Eyes. But and then I kept hearing that the uh, the camera work was very, very choppy, and it was all that you know crazy steady cam shit where there's everything is just you start getting dizzy. Dizzy, you know, you start getting dizzy when you're watching these fight sequences. So, but uh, but old made it, even though yeah, like I said. You know, you guys saw my my issues with it. I mean, I, the movie, I didn't, I, I liked the movie, but I had problems with it. And like I said, M. Night really nailed, he really nailed that ending. He really, like, land, it landed big time. But the execution to get there was just a little messy when it came to me, at least. But I'm actually glad that he got the the top box office. I'm wondering what the uh, the budget was. It couldn't have been, the budget couldn't have been too crazy. So I'm... You know, I, I want, I, I just, I mean, is M night going to always make, you know, is he always going to have movies that are just going to blow everybody away? No, that's not always going to be the case. Yeah. He, he goes a little up and down, but, but the fact of the matter is I love the fact that he's constantly always working to create, um, original thrillers, original, you know, 
movies like this, these crazy movies that make you think. And old definitely does make you think. I, he definitely does. So, but yeah, Snake Eyes just womp womp. I wonder how much this movie cost. Man, only four million international. It's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. And and mind you, like none of these movies were released at home at the same time, as far as like as far as I'm concerned. You know, didn't happen. Ah, but again, you kind of wonder, like, uh, you know, when, when a movie is like almost like perfectly around like two hours you kind of go like well the studio with the studio did the studio ask for this makes you wonder definitely makes you wonder so and then uh of course um black widow took another 55 percent drop black widow is currently at 314 you know almost 315 million uh worldwide so not too shabby but of course you have to take in the premium the premiums that Disney plus got, which apparently was pretty good. So if like, if we're going by those numbers, I thought like when I did the, uh, the box office last week or when the box office of the week that black widow came out, I mean, they were talking about like, it could have probably got to the point of this could be already like a half a million for our half a billion, I should say. So I don't know. It's all interesting. And then space jam. Womp, womp, yeah. Just kind of took a big, huge dive, but you know, what I expect. People have already forgotten about this movie. 69.1. That's a pretty good drop. It's a pretty good drop. And apparently uh, the Fast Saga is going to be able, you're going to be able to VOD the Fast Saga F9. You're going to be able to stream this like VOD, I think this week. So, but I mean, that's done pretty good for the pandemic. 622 million. That's actually pretty damn good. So. Not too shabby. We're going to get more of those, of course. And God knows what the fuck else is going to happen in that in that franchise. I, I, I don't know where they can go. I mean, they went they 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 went to space time travel. I mean, I just wouldn't be surprised at this moment it is universal. Right. So they do have the rights. Don't they have the rights to uh, I wouldn't be surprised there's going to be some kind of DeLorean joke or something like that. But I would be like very scared about that. Oh, my God. But it's okay. Congrats to uh, M. Night Shyamalan, who uh, who uh, won the box office, which he tends to do. Yeah. Does he always have winners? No, he does not. This, like I said, I would say it's not one of his weakest, but I mean, it's just, like I said, just to get to that, that, what a twist, which was a good twist, was a good twist at the end of, uh, at the end of old, but just to, to get there, the execution to get there was a little rough. At least that's what's happening. Yeah, Marty wouldn't like that. I know, right? Screw that. I know they better not do the Jurassic Park crossover. If they do that, oh, that's gonna be rough. It's definitely gonna be rough. All right, let's talk about. Okay, so I didn't do a reaction because you know it's just a you know it's just a little teaser trailer. But yes, yesterday at Comic uh, Comic Con at home, um, uh, Mat Matthias Matthias, however you say it. And uh, the Snyders, Zach and, and Deborah, were on a panel, and they talked about. Ooh, excuse me, nice little burp there. Pardon me, happens, but um, <laughs> always happens. I'm film junkie live on Mondays and also Fridays. Um, uh, anyway, so they were on uh, the Comic Con panel yesterday, and uh, it was a good panel. If you guys haven't watched it yet, just uh, search for it, and uh, you'll find it. Uh, they're going to go to the center of the earth. I would not be surprised. Yeah. 
they'll have a drill and yeah, that something's going to happen anyways. So when it comes to army of thieves trailer, let's kind of, uh, let's kind of look at this, uh, trailer a little bit here. So, I mean, it's a teaser more than anything. So let's kind of run through it real quick here. Maybe do like a kind of like a break it down kind of thing. So first off this, I mean, when I watched this trailer, I went, man, this does not feel like a Netflix movie. That's for damn sure. I mean, this shot right here is absolutely gorgeous. Just to open it up with this gorgeous shot right here. My God. Ludwig Dieter. We've been watching Dieter. you. And we want to recruit you. Dun, 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 dun. There you go. That's how you sell the movie right there, guys. <laughs> From producer Zack Snyder. They know how valuable his name is right now. So they're going to be pushing it out there like crazy. So you just love to see it. You love to see it. You're familiar with the outbreak in America. But I mean, look at look at how this thing is shot. And then, okay, so here we go right here. So obviously, yes, this is, uh, you know, we know this is a prequel. But yeah, we're going to see, we're going to see little screens probably like this. TV, news broadcasts on the fact that the zombie apocalypse is happening in Vegas right now. That's what's going to be happening. So I love the fact that that's going to be in the background. So this movie is all about the safes. And yes, it's kind of like a romantic comedy kind of thing. But the fact of the matter is a zombie, you know, a zombie outbreak is happening on the other side of the world that we're that's happening while this is, you know, all happening. So that's what I kind of like about it. I like the fact that there's a subplot of a subplot that's happening in Army of Thieves that has this right here. So that's what's really cool about it. Look at that. So we'll see little uh, stuff when it comes to all that. Astronaut, Alexander, Gerst. Okay, so, hmm, interesting. Talking about an astronaut. Yes, I heard something about it. The world's distracted. This world's distracted. Makes sense. Okay, did you guys catch that right there? Nice little throwback, maybe, I don't know, of a uh, point break. Anybody? I don't know. When I saw this, I was thinking, okay, I am an FBI agent. That's what I thought. When I saw this right here, I kind of went, hmm, is there going to be, I, I, it's got to be a point break joke, right? I'm sure that's going to be the case. Anyways, just I thought that was kind of cool. Ow! I mean, nice dress, nice hat. It's yours. My only chance for what? Of course, got the saves. Now the saves are significant. If you kind of notice, this almost has a you know, it has a similar layout to the one in Vegas. You know, you got the cage right there, but then again, you know, saves are yeah. You know, it's just the same kind of design. Like you have an outside thing and then you have the safe, but I'm trying to look, I'm like, okay, so what kind of Easter eggs can we see right here when it comes to this safe? Because, you know, obviously the, the number four was relevant when it came to army of the dead. This one has three locks. I don't know, maybe four, there could be one like right in the middle. So I'm not sure. Is the four thing happening? Possibly. Who knows? A lifeless ordinary. Click, click, click. There it is. Some action. And then, <laughs> you gotta love that Dieter scream right there. I mean, that's. Guns, we have guns. Guns, we have guns. See, I mean, he just, he's a, he's a screamer. This is about becoming legends. There it is. Any questions? No. 
And then you got these guys right here. This is going to be significant too, guys. This tattoo, I have a feeling. Uh, I'm not the best with Roman numerals. So somebody tell me what that means. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be some kind of number that's going to be significant, possibly. Who knows? Um, they definitely have nice watches, which is cool. He's got some kind of animal on his. I don't know. Like I said, even though Zack Snyder did not direct this, he still produced it. And I think there's going to be Easter eggs all throughout this fucking thing. So, you know, you got to look at little things like that. Like, I just have the feeling that this, uh, that this, <laughs> this might have some kind of significance. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, the dead is six years. No, I think it's six. Is it six years? Yes, many. Hundreds. Many. I know, right? I got the answer. <laughs> so there you go. Looks good. I love the ending right there when he says, like, yes, I got that. So, yeah, it did. It did end with a joke. Yes, it did. Yes, it did, Eric. But at the same time, um, when it comes to the character, it wasn't like a uh, a joke where everybody, you know, I don't know. It just felt a little bit different than, than the normal, like, you know, it didn't really, cause you know, he's sitting between two large gentlemen who is going to be part of a crew. So of course, why would Dieter not have hundreds of questions? So what's going on? Shaking. How you doing, sir? Good to see you. But, um, yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens when it, when it comes to all that, but like, it's just, it's just so, you know, what I like about it again the thing that, that intrigues me the most is the fact that it is a prequel to a zombie movie that's going to have zombie the zombie outbreak in the background. Like it's not going to be it's not going to be at the forefront. You know, it's all about the safes, but the safes are significant to the entire universe. That's the thing. You know, there's something significant about these specific safes. That's what it is. You know, are they are they doors to the multiverse? What was it? What is going on? Because obviously when it comes to the events that happened in Arm of the dead and uh, when, when van came out of it and you know, he was bitten, but we didn't see him get bit. You know, there's a lot of things there. So many questions. And even, and even Dieter at the, when we first see him in Army of the uh, Arm of the dead, he mentions the fact that it's like a doorway to a new world. So what, what kind of significance? What what more are we going to get to the story? That's what I'm so intrigued by. What more are we going to get to the story? And I love the fact that it's it's different. It's different. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's a Zach, you know, even though Zack Snyder, like I said, even though he's not directing, it's still going to have very much the layers there. I think, you know, he was very much involved with the story of it. And I just, I can't wait. I can't wait. And like I said, it looks like a beautifully shot movie. Beautifully shot. Yeah, it kind of, you know, it might have some of the generic, like, okay, there's going to be, uh, it's going to be a heist movie and blah, 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 and whatever. But hey, I'm okay with it. But apparently, too, um, uh, what's her name? What, uh, who's the, who's a girl in it? Uh, something Emmanuel, was it? I forgot her first name. Jeez. It's like something Emmanuel, right? Who, uh, her, her name in the movie is uh, Gwendolyn. And that when we see, when we catch up with Dieter, his, that little store has uh, that, that place that he works at has uh, uh, Natalie. Sorry. Yeah. Natalie. There you go. Um, has her name, has that, that character's name right there. So there you go. Already like uh, already uh, the connections right there. So that's good stuff. Yeah. She was in game of Thrones. She's also in the fast. She's been, recently in the, the fast saga too, which she, you know, 
she's fine. It's fine. She's a beautiful woman. That's for damn sure. Jerry's a gross. She's a beautiful woman, but, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but, uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I think it's going to be something pretty great, pretty great. So, all right, guys, enough of the topics. Let's go to the Twitter questions. Um, man, I still got this page. <laughs> uh, cause the flash, the flash, the film, the flash film page, they still have as their, uh, their pin tweet, the lightsaber, CW flash. <laughs> oh, that's a crazy scene. Just a crazy scene. All right. Let's go to these Twitter questions right here. Boop. All right. Uh, Mr. Darren laugh now, cry later. So Snyder has jail two and three storyboards that he won't show for a reason. Could it be he's waiting to see how the other movies go so that they can all tie into the story? And I think, for Affleck to sign on for the flash, it had to be something pretty epic. Yeah, me too. And like I said, he actually, you know, gave his input on the script. So there's very much that aspect of it too. So the fact that he wanted to put his input and kind of look over the pages and kind of rewrite the pages, if he did so, you know, shit, it's gotta be something, something good when it comes to that. But yeah, at the same time, it's like, yeah, we still don't know exactly what was going to happen in those sequels. Cause you know, you never know, but at the same time, we, whatever, whatever they want to do, whatever they want to do, whether it be animation, graphic novel, or if the Snyders aren't full on hands on involved with any kind of sequelness. But I would just love to be like, hey, just use whatever story, just finish it off. Anyways, Edward. So I guess uh, we can say Geekosity was right months ago with Affleck suiting up. This shows uh, this shows he better not be lying about Cavill being in Black Adam. Yeah, well, let's hope. I'm wondering if uh, Cavill's going to be in The Flash. I don't know. Ryan, as a California resident, you'll get transferring from you'll get transferring from the 10 to the 60 to the 91. Was out in Disneyland last week and out in the eastern region of LA, your world. Waved virtually, Film Junkie Live. Well, thank you, sir. I was like, yeah, the, the 10, 60, and the 91. Some of the worst freeways. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Claytalian. How much could Affleck actually be involved in the Flash film? Could he appear as DCEU Bruce Wayne at the beginning and then perhaps in Injustice-style Elseworlds Batman based on the new suit later on since this is more of a... Yeah? I mean, there's also that, too. You kind of wonder about that. But I mean, the Cal is just, you know, it, it's the fucking Justice League Cal. And by the way, that, I mean, remember when, uh, remember when, uh, Mr. Reeves effects Sean was on, I mean, he talked about how like that, that Justice League Cal does not have the same kind of neck movement that the BVS Cal does. So interesting, John words cannot express how much I truly despise WB a year ago. Had I seen those photos of Batfleck, well, his stunt double, on the set of The Flash, I would have been pumped, but they had to go and fire a black guy for speaking about racism to uh, save Mr. Ball. Well, they didn't necessarily fire him. He did. He kind of quit on his own volition. So it wasn't exactly a firing. You know, there wasn't, it wasn't like, um, you know, like when they fired James Gunn from, from, uh, from Guardians or from all that stuff. It wasn't a firing exactly. It was more of a Ray Fisher taking a stand for himself. So, 
and not wanting to be a part of any of uh, stuff that's going to be associated with Walter Hamada because Walter Hamada refuses to do a public apology, of course. All right, Eric. Yo, Dave. Time for one of the most important questions of, of life itself. No pot required, just a red pill or a blue pill. Uh, let's see. Red pill, go back in time and fix all your mistakes. Or, uh, blue pill, $25 million non-taxable in hand. Uh, definitely a blue pill. Definitely blue pill because, you know, uh, yeah, if you want to go back and make and correct all the mistakes, eh, it's whatever. It's in the past. It's in the past, you know, nothing's going to fully haunt you again, you know, but it's in the past. So I liked what a uh, um, basketball player that just, uh, you know, on the Bucks who just won. I mean, he had an interview during the, the, the finals and he even said that if you're dwelling on stuff in the past, that's your ego. That's your ego. And I very much agree with that. It's like you almost have to like overpower that. Yeah, there's many times where you think of like something random that was like stupid that you did in your past. But at the same time. It, it's done. It's over with. It's in the past. But yet we, when we dwell on that stuff, yeah, that very much is our ego that is just doing that. But, you know, you can only move forward and be better and be better. That's that's what we could do. So, yeah, I will uh, definitely blue pill and take the twenty five million dollars. Jesus Christ. One hundred percent. It's like the past. Let the past be the past, man. Let the past be the past. Nobody's perfect, but you can't just dwell on the past right there. So, yeah, definitely do that. Andrew, Nathan. Hey, Dave, what's up? With the trade saying Bat Batfleck's done and will be erased in this movie, they said he was only going to be Bruce Wayne and wasn't going to be wearing the suit. So the trades don't know everything. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah, just the way it is. And we don't know all the full details, but, it, you know, it seems like, uh, yeah, definitely that was wrong. But they were kind of going off Reddit. <laughs> don't ever go off fully with Reddit. Lane. Hey, Dave, do you think the Batflex score would be different than Justice League, which they use Junkies one, but I highly doubt that. Maybe a new Batflex theme. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. What are they going to use when it comes to uh, when it comes to Batflex showing up on that bat bike? I remember somebody actually somebody actually put the dun, 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 dun. They actually put that in one of the uh, one of the set videos, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, a zoo. It's uh Hey Dave, which of uh, Sergio Leone's movies have you seen and which are your favorite? Okay. Let me look him up because drawing a blank. I know I've heard the name and I'm already know I'm going to be like, Sergio, come on. Let me look him up. Let's see. Ah, if my laptop would go a little slower. Boop, boop, once upon a time in America. That's right, he did that one. Let's see. <clears throat> a fistful of dollars, that's always going to be a good one. Well, he wrote that. So he's just like, yeah, okay. I mean, he's... Pfft, guy's got so many credits. Ben-Hur, yeah. So he's a second unit director, too. Assistant to director, and also... What is he full-on directed, though? Once Upon a Time in America, I guess that's what, yeah, and Fistful of Dollars, too. I mean, it, that's always going to be a classic right there, Fistful of Dollars. So, but he's, he's got a ton of writing credits, too. So, yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly. He's always, uh, you know, he was big when it came to uh, the Westerns and stuff like that. So, I'd say a Fistful of Dollars. Right there. Bum, 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 bum. 
Yeah. Anyways, uh, the front wheels are clearly a cover to cover the real one. Uh, I can't wait to see how CGI makes the bike look. Yeah, I'm wondering. It seems like they're going to add something. Seems like going to be more than that. Likelihood of Zach going back to Warner Brothers at this point? Uh, well, not anytime soon. That's for damn sure. So close to none. Likelihood of Snyderverse continuing under a different director? A bit higher. Yeah, see what so what this Joss film Joss film Joe's has to say. Yeah, I, that's what I'd say. The likelihood of Snyder coming back right now? <laughs> slim to none. But like I said, his story is still there that could be told in a different kind of form. Who knows? So. Yeah, I yeah, I agree with you, Eric. Just full of dollars right there. Um, but yeah, the likelihood of him, you know, coming back as of right now, probably like slim to none. But his story is still there. Maybe they could do something with it, you know. And at the same time, before anybody freaks out about it, Snyder, Zach Snyder himself said, I pitched the story to DC Comics for a graphic novel. He's thought about animation as well has also said that if somebody takes over the reins that he's not directing, he'd be okay with that. So for all the people that it's Snyder or nothing, what are you going to do? It's like, I just kind of wonder if it does get re released in graphic novel form, are you not going to buy it? If it does get released as an animated series or something like that, are you not going to watch it? You're going to, of course you are. So, I don't know. Just get Jay Oliva. Get the, the people that are going to be doing the Norse God stuff. I don't know. That'd be pretty sweet. So, yeah. So, there you go. We'll see what happens with that. Anyways, guys. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Appreciate you guys spending some time with me and all that and everything. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. And then, of course, subscribe. Make sure you subscribe, too, and hit the uh, notification bell so you know when I'm doing everything. And then, of course... If you want to join Film Junkie, I'll, uh, you know, like I said, I try to post vlogs as much as possible. I'll give you, I'll, I'll be posting a vlog later, of course. And then if you want to join the Patreon, the Patreon is down below. And, um, you know, that helps out the pirate ship greatly. And then, of course, um, merchandise, merchandise. You want to get a shirt, you want to get a Flashpoint shirt in the Back to the Future writing. Hey, it's down below. So do all that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So do all that. And, um, yeah, man, we'll see what happens. But uh, like I said, for you out there, I mean, like I said, animation, all that stuff. Oh, Mama Film Junkie was here. Hi, right, bye, Mom. Didn't see you there. I was too busy concentrating on everything else. Anyways, guys, love you. Bye-bye.